when, when and where do we start with the best fisheries management plan? We know that discarding, for example, has closed a lot of people's hearts on, uh, especially in the bass fishery, no one wants to be throwing away dead fish. I think this is where this FNP and FNPs in general are going to have that really good overview, talking to loads of people as we develop the next set of processes and next set of policies in a given fishery. Flexibility, you know, bycatch, new entrance issues are, you know, are issues that are coming out. Um, and that we want to um, use the plan to, to, to engage with them and help tackle. We're not just going to go and disappear into a dark room and write something and then, you know, consult on it. I think we will continue to kind of want to have a conversation next year about our developing ideas and what that looks like. Good day all and welcome to another episode of the Fathom Podcast. As ever, I am Chris Ranford, your host from the CFPO, the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation. And this is another collaboration episode with the National Federation of Fishermen's Organisations, or the NFFO for short. And it falls directly on the back of the previous episode where we were joined by both Barry Dees and Andrew Pascoe to begin unravelling some of the past, current and future challenges for bass management. As a response to this episode, we reached out to DEFRA to get their take on the conversations, questions and ideas that evolved from that previous episode. So we welcome both Lewis White and Robbie Fisher from DEFRA, who are starting to make headway on the very early stages of the Bass Fisheries Management Plan, which is one of the front runner species. We are thankful to both Lewis and Robbie for coming on to give their comments and thoughts on where we currently are and how we as an industry can get involved and help shape this up. One particular point that is raised is the use of an external facilitation organisation to support the development of the Bass Fisheries Management Plan. An organisation called Policy Lab will be conducting industry outreach throughout the next few months, so do look out for this. There is already an expression of interest form being circulated for people to complete and register their interest to get involved. So have a look in our show notes to find this and make sure you sign up to have your say. Anyway, that's enough from me here. Everything else is explained as we get through the episode. So I'm going to hand over to myself, Barry, Lewis and Robbie to get stuck into this. Good to see you all, everyone. And Lewis, good to see you again from when you were down here last time, cornered on the quayside at Mevergizzi, getting a full full lowdown on bass. So I thought it'd be good to have you on the podcast. Yeah, definitely an interesting experience. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to see you actually made it back home somewhere. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> uh, and thanks, Robbie, as well for coming back on. Are you there? No worries. Good to yeah. good to be back here. Second um, time, second time in a year. I know. I came back for more. <laughs> what a shock! Quality. I'm actually becoming a bit of a Fathom fan. I was listening to uh, to some of the other episodes over the weekend, and uh, yeah, they're good. It's really it's a it's it's a good show. Geeking out on Fathom on one of the sunniest weekends of the year so far. I know. I, I need to get out more, don't I? Yeah, that's good. It's impressive. Commitment to the industry, that is. <laughs> uh, but thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming on. Hopefully, everybody's had a chance to listen to the Bass episode anyways. We know roughly where we're starting, but uh, I think there's some really interesting conversations, Some obviously some some good questions that came in from around the coastline. So we picked up some, some regional differences probably in there as well. So we're not just focusing here in the southwest. Obviously, that's the whole point, certainly with uh, Barry involved and the NFFO involved in these ones at the moment, really making sure we're sort of touching on all the corners of, of the country. Uh, and Bass, obviously, a really interesting uh, theme just to follow because it spins off so many other conversations and questions and issues, challenges. But 
started to pick up on some of the opportunities. And this is where we got going into some of the fisheries management plan conversation with the episode between myself, Barry and Andrew Pascoe last time. Um, so this is just a chance really good to have DEFRA on board, Lewis and Robbie. So thanks for making the effort today. A bit of a chance for you guys, to, I guess, really to respond to us, respond to the industry. Are we on the right track here? What's the timeline for this sort of work? When are we going to hear more about it? So I think we'll probably just kick off with that question. When, when and where do we start with the Bass Fisheries Management Plan? Uh, whoever wants to pick up on that, let's just kick it off with that. Um, so the Bass Fisheries Management Plan, the, we put forward this as one of the front runners because we know how important it is to industry and it's such an important stock for so many people. Um, and we can see that there needs to be progress made in this area. So that's why it's one of the first um, off the cuff, as it were. We have uh, tasked Policy Lab, uh, a co-design team, to take on this work, and, and the work has started. They've started with their um, targeted uh, interview work on um, some key areas and people that we feel that would, and they feel, would really get a, get a broad sense of people's opinions on this. But it's, it's definitely not a closed book uh, event. There's going to be loads more ongoing on this, including visits to the ports to meet as many people as we can to get as many voices heard on this matter as possible thanks Lewis it's good to hear Robbie do you want to come in as well on anything yeah so I mean I'm I'm really excited about this project um I think you know we've got some really big new responsibilities and powers that come from the fisheries act and and you know and and fisheries management plans is really up there in terms of the significance um and, and we all know that and we've 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 been talking about them for a while so I think at last, having the opportunity to really get into one um, and a significant one like bass, which has such a big commercial interest, such a big recreational interest, um, is, is, is really exciting. It's going to be difficult, um, but actually we wanted to get to something challenging, you know, soon because we know it's important. Um, so like Lewis said, you know, we've, we've, we've brought in uh, an organisation called the Policy Lab to do lots and lots of engagement around the coast with fishermen um and uh they have you know a, an immense amount of experience in in this place you know they've done all sorts of work with looking at all sorts of different difficult policy challenges um in a in a number of different circumstances um also defra has been out, out around the coast as well me and lewis were, were were on the east coast quite a bit over um you know in in, in the spring and the messages that were coming from from Carl and Mike, you know, we we heard. So there's some really really big difficult challenges there um, that we want to use the fisheries management plan to 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 break into. Great, that sounds good uh, and and encouraging that you're already out around the coast picking up on some of these conversations. Obviously, it's going to be of huge importance to certain certain communities, but right around our coast. So uh, we've also got Barry uh, on the call. So Barry, I'll just give you the opportunity as well to pick up on anything on this particular point just on the sort of starting out part of this process no i think um as we identified in the previous broadcast and and really um to echo what's been said uh there's a reason why this is a front runner it's extremely important to a wide range of 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 uh, fisheries and interests uh targeted and bycatch uh recreational and and uh and commercial, so you know we really get um, how important it is. I suppose the new element for me uh, is the policy lab. I've not really come across 
the role of the policy lab. So um, uh, any uh, light that could be uh, shone on that role, where it comes from, uh, who's in it, um, what what their um, what their point is. Um, yeah, we've come across facilitators in the past, but this is a this is a new one for us. So anything on on that front would be would be welcome. Thanks. So I think yeah, I mean we're we're, we're really excited to be working with the policy lab, and like I said, they've got a huge amount of experience in this in 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 this space. Um, so the you know the, I think the purpose of bringing them in um, was to make sure that we were really getting to the to the coast and really getting to you know um, to the fishermen who who are you know prosecuting and involved in the fishery. Um, there's lots and lots of ideas out there. Um, there's lots of um, difficult problems that people with are wrestling with and grappling with every day. Um, and I think you know we wanted to bring in um, you know an expert organisation who are used to. Um, and, and have lots of experience in working with people um, it, it, in all walks of life to make sure that we captured and harnessed those those ideas and issues and brought them into the project quickly. Um, I think also we we are quite keen to use the full set of front runners to explore different ways of working um, and, and and learn from that because we haven't done fisheries management plans before. I think it's important that we take take the opportunities to, to to try things out and do things differently. Um, I think finally, the, the sort of third point was that sometimes as DEFRA, we can be a bit cl too close to the problem. And I think we kind of wanted to take the opportunity to bring somebody else in to get a fresh pair of eyes on the issues, um, to talk to lots of people um, and, and, and bring the kind of outcome of those conversations back to us to sort of feed straight into the development of the plan. Lewis, did you want to add anything else? I, I thought you covered it really well there, Robbie. I, I'd just say that we are very aware that there's a history with bass. And, and as Robbie, Robbie said, getting in that fresh pair of eyes to get that broad overview on everything um, without being too close to the decision making was something that we thought would be really, really powerful for this particular FMP. Um, Policy Lab have got a ton of different skills um, and they bring in people for, for different jobs as required. So if they see this going in a certain way, they'll be getting other people involved as and when needed. So we just thought it would be a really good opportunity to get them involved here. Okay, thanks. Is that okay, Barry? You're right to carry on. Yeah, cool. Um, I think that's interesting. I mean, yeah, to have someone external facilitate the process, like you say, try different methodologies of how we actually develop these plans is an, as important as where we get to with certain species or certain plans at the end. So. Uh, yeah, certainly look forward to getting engaged with this, certainly from a, from a PO point of view, um, see how that shapes up. Uh, so just moving on, just, just reflecting on, on our episode that we recorded previously, uh, some, some themes, some questions, some ideas started to, started to emerge through that. So uh, things around just improve some, some flexibility, uh, dealing with unavoidable bycatch, uh, supporting young fishermen, um, entitlements, lots of kind of mega themes kind of started to map out of that episode. So are these the sorts of uh, components that we could start to put in place with a fisheries management plan? Are we on the right track there from, from what DEFRA are thinking? Um, how does it, is, is this the sort of stuff that can begin to feed into these conversations? Yeah, definitely. So really interesting listening to the last episode and, and those are themes that we've heard on our uh, tours around the coasts as well. 
in, in a sense, there's nothing off the table for discussion in this FMP, and we're aware that there are things that need to be talked about and discussed and progress needs to be made. Um, it's not a quick fix, um, short process, but all of these things are definitely up for discussion. Um, we know that discarding, for example, is close to a lot of people's hearts on, uh, especially in the bass fishery, no one wants to be throwing away dead fish. I think this is where this FMP and FMPs in general are going to have that really good overview of talking to loads of people as we develop the next set of processes and next set of policies within a given fishery. That's good. Um, and yeah, just give Robbie the chance to say anything else on that. Is this the sort of stuff you're thinking of already, Robbie, or you guys have been busy on the East Coast by the sounds of it and some of the initial interviews? Is, are these on point with what other people have been suggesting? Yeah, 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 totally. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're, like Lewis said, you know, we 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 want all the ideas to come to come in, and I think uh, there's nothing off the table in terms of the development of the plan. Um, I think one of the things we've got to consider is about whether we look to address issues within um, an individual fisheries management plan, or or whether we actually tackle the issue at a kind of higher, broader level across multiple plan areas um, or, or, or plans. And that's something that I think you know we need to continue to talk about and, and explore. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Those you know the the flexibility, you know, bycatch, new entrance issues are you know are, are issues that are coming out, um, and that we want to um, use the plan to 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 engage with them and, and help tackle. Great, thanks, uh, Barry. Anything else to add, or are you? Well, I, I'm, I'm really glad that um, the fisheries management plan will be focusing on how to um, uh, exclude discarding of this valuable species, which makes no sense economically, uh, and, and the vessels just hate doing it. Um, but it makes no sense from a conservation point of view because they're dead. So, you know, rebuilding the stock. Um, uh, you know, it, it doesn't really fit with rebuilding the stock either. The, the other thing I think is worth um, uh, inquiring about is, you know, fisheries management plans are arise from domestic legislation, from the Fisheries Bill and the Joint Fisheries Statement. We, we understand that. But of course, um, it, it is a stock that's highly mobile. And there's an international dimension to this with the EU. And so I suppose the question would be, how do how, how does the emerging um, UK fisheries management plan dovetail with international negotiations, with, uh, particularly with the EU? Um, and uh, you know, how how is all of that uh, uh, side of things going to be handled? Thanks. Thanks, Barry. Uh, Shall I get this? Um, yeah, it's a it's a really really good point, um, and you know I th I think at the kind of basic level we're going to continue to be working with um, you know U European partners and other coastal states to to secure better management of of, of the wider stock, um, but at the same time we're going to also going to continue to push on um, and push on quite quickly with the development of our own domestic fisheries management plan um, and. It, it would be great for those two processes to be as consistent as possible. Um, but we we have a lot of, you know, clearly issues in the domestic space that we want to use our own FMP and our own domestic legislation to to to, to push ahead and uh, and help solve. I, I completely agree with you. I, I, 
from a conservation and a species perspective, as Barry says, these, these are mobile. They're not just living in British waters. So a management plan that is shared is going to be more effective. But again, as Robbie stated, this is a domestic plan. And if there are things that we need to move on uh, differently, it's within scope. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an interesting process. And it is, uh, there's, there's no uh, illusion of the challenges that are going to come on the horizon when you start to work this out and develop it and then put it in place. Um, so yeah, we, we look forward to that. Uh, and just moving on, um, like you say, you've already been out uh, around certain parts of the coast. Uh, I picked up a link online uh, to register interest and take part in the consultation back earlier in May. Um, so I'm sure others would have fed in on that already or signed up to take part. What's the next steps? How do we, uh, as an industry, as a listener to this, uh, sign up, get involved, whether that's a, a business, a one-man band, uh, a, a producer organization? How do we engage, uh, get to feed in to the development of this plan? Do you want to take this, Lewis? Yeah, so there's um, a few ways that we can be getting you involved. Um, so we have, uh, as you've just stated, a, a link to a, a survey on the website where you can register your interest and, and move forward. And, and that link is uh, tinyurl.com slash cbassfmp. Um, alternatively, if that's not a way that people can get involved, they can email Polity Lab directly uh, at bass at politylab.gov.uk. And they can be able to provide a bit more information on how people uh, can get involved as they want to. Um, this isn't a, a closed process, as we've said before, and it's going to be ongoing and developing uh, as we as things change and progress. So I think keep an eye out on things. Um, the regional fisheries management groups are going to be a place where we're going to be trying to engage with fishers uh, more generally. Um, but yeah, hopefully there'll be many ways that people can get involved. Robbie, have I missed anything? Um, there's just a couple of things to add. So essentially the policy lab are going to be going to be kind of like leading the conversations over the summer um so it's really really important that people um register their interest and you know uh, um and, and and engage in 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 that process um in the sort of late summer early autumn the policy lab are also going to um with support from us run these sort of um essentially collaborative workshops where they're going to bring people around the table and i'm going to start talking about okay so you know what what have we heard over the summer? What are the big issues? And then what are some of the solutions? Um, they will then, that process will work through um, and they will essentially provide a report to DEFRA, which we will bring into the process the, to draft the, 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 the new fisheries management plan. Um, now we're going to kind of carry on with that over the sort of winter and next spring and summer and we will be using regional fisheries groups, the new FinFish advisory group, um, uh, and also, you know, working with, with you know, organisations like yours, Chris, and, and with the NFFO, Barry, to kind of, I guess, to continue to test and check in. We're not just going to go and disappear into a dark room and write something and then, you know, consult on it. I think we will continue to kind of want to have a conversation next year about our developing ideas and what that looks like. And I guess, you know, if all goes according to plan, and we hope it does, we'll be looking to um, do a public consultation sort of um, early autumn next year on, on the draft plan uh, and then go from there. Public consultation will be about 12 weeks um, and then and, and, and then the process will run on from, from there to Secretary of State approval. Okay, yeah, thanks. That's good to, good to understand that timeline, actually. That was sort of my next question. When, when are we likely to see change? So we're probably... We, it, that in a perfect world all, all happening in that series of time 
2023, we're likely to see 2024, sorry, we're probably likely to see something out the end of this. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is critical to get involved now right at the start. So from an industry point of view, I can only encourage people to sign up, register using the link. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes of this episode and on social media as well, just mm. to get engagement. Everybody's got the opportunity to. And I'm sure a lot of people will welcome those in-person events, uh, knowing you know good portions of the industry aren't so um, digitally tuned in. Uh, so the opportunity to meet in person, have people's voices heard, engage in these workshops and conversations in person. I think that that is a really important part of this process. Um, so certainly look forward to that and welcome that coming out uh, and around the coast in the summer or the autumn. Um, and obviously, yeah, you know, good to have the opportunity to continue to feed in over the next 18 months, two years. But uh, it's reassuring to hear this and set this timeline out and it's a, a clear call from DEFA there for the industry to get involved in various different ways. So I'll just echo what I said before is now's, now's the time to, to get your voice heard and get in at the start and, and, and help shape this up in the future. So, yeah. But yeah, over to you guys, if you want to sign off with anything. We're in a really good place for moving forward. The Fisheries Act, the Joint Fisheries Statement and how that sets out these FMPs is leading a new process that we're, we're not fully used to, but are excited about what could come out of it. So please do get engaged. Um, it's the only way that we're going to be able to move forward with all of this is if we're all working collaboratively. So, yeah, please do get engaged. Thanks, Lewis. See, see, see you around the coast soon, somewhere in the southwest. Uh, cheers, and thanks, Barry, as always. This episode was brought to you by the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation with support from the National Federation of Fishermen's Organisations. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.